it's really fucking good. It's a really, yeah. it's really good. I yet last night, like after that episode, I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep now. And I was like, no, I have to keep watching. Like, I have to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it gets fucking intense quick. <laughs> yeah, it does. I hope the are the later seasons still like that. Well, it's only three oh, seasons, right? Yeah, I will. I haven't seen. No, yeah, season three is really dark. Season three is okay. really intense. Like, <laughs> is it still funny though? Yeah, it's still pretty funny, but it's like it, it's it's as intense as it is funny, you know. Like, okay, because like if this if this show were on like USA or True TV or something, uh-huh. the whole all of America would love NoHo Hank. Everyone in America needs to be introduced to NoHo Hank. Yeah, everyone. I- He's the my, funniest my, character. Oh my, he's the, the best character on television. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's oh well. There's one character you you forgot about. Uh, Kim Wexler. No, Nathan Nathan Fielder. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh fuck. Did he's the any, best character on television. Are you fully caught up on the rehearsal? Oh yeah, I'm, oh, my I'm God. caught. I am so terrified about where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I am afraid of what they're. I'm glad that it's going to be that like, it seems like it's going to be, we're going to watch him raise this kid for the entire <laughs> season. <laughs> the moment I like lost my mind when he like took the fake kid to work <laughs> and was like introducing them to the guy's yeah. coworkers. It's oh my God. <laughs> and it was, it was like, he said it, he was like, I'm going to take him to work. I was like, all right. And then walking in, he's like, this is where daddy works. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best show on TV. It's yeah. the best show on TV. I saw like someone say, I saw someone say that like uh, after the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder should be given like a lifetime TV achievement award <laughs> and then be put in the prison that Magneto can't get out of. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, is it like, I don't know, like I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but I feel like if I like gun to my head, like, I had to answer like I would say Finding Francis is my favorite documentary. I I I mean like you said I want it, I want I hope the last episode is Finding Francis link. Yeah. It, it, Finding Francis is like some of the I've, I haven't watched it again. But like <laughs> it is it's a great you're right it's a great documentary but like <laughs> it is so funny cuz you need to have to watch like all of Nathan for you to like kind of appreciate it. Yeah. To understand, like to fully appreciate it. Yeah, it it also like it puts me in like a days long depression after I watch <laughs> it. Like I, like it, I every I've rewatched I've watched it twice and like both times I was just like, oh fuck, man. Like ugh. <laughs> in the reviews I've read, I've read some reviews of the rehearsal and they haven't sent the last episode to critics. Like oh, they've sent awesome. every other one except the last one. So fuck yeah! How many episodes got, are there going to be? Six. Oh what? Fuck, that is not enough. It's not, but it has to be like this has to be one of the most expensive like HBO shows. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. HBO is probably is just giving them the blank check, I think. Yeah, absolutely. They um, have you watched uh how to with John Wilson yet? No, I after the rehearsal's done, I think I'll finally watch that. All right, all right. Uh like I'm catching up on Better Call Saul right now. And when that and the rehearsal are both done, I think I'm going to watch How To with John Wilson and Atlanta. Oh, okay. Because the last season's starting soon, isn't it? It's September. Yeah. That's crazy. Didn't, it, didn't the last one just happen? Yeah, they, uh, 
So it's been like it's because it, it took like two years for it. Yeah. Uh, to come out because right around COVID, they're like, "All right, guys, we're gonna start filming," and then COVID um, happened. Yeah. And then um, and then at like tour, I guess towards the end of the first COVID wave. They're like, hey, we're just going to uh, take our time. And when we come back, we'll give you two seasons. And the second oh. season is our last season of the show. That's right. I remember. Yeah. That. That's crazy. And, yeah. But uh, I'm glad it it doesn't. It It's a great show. But I I mean, it's kind of like Twin Peaks to where like you it's awesome. But do you really need like six seasons of it? No, no. You don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard like, see, I've heard season three gets really weird. It like, gets so fucking weird. They're not like, even in Atlanta. <laughs> well, it's also like, aren't there like entire episodes that like the main cast just isn't in? Uh, yeah. There's, like, I think like the second or third episode, uh, uh, Donald Glover is only at the end of the episode, and after that, like before that, no one is in it. It is entirely new cast. That's crazy. I'm really, and then that, that's exciting. there's another episode. <laughs> Have you seen like? There's some pretty cool cameos in the third season. Have you seen any of them? <laughs> the the only one I know is that um the the nerdy like sidekick guy from National Treasure is in an episode. Okay. No, that's not even the cameos I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw like a tick a scene on TikTok with him in it. Mm-hmm. That like and I was just like, is that the guy from National Treasure? <laughs> wait, but, uh, wait, is he? I think I know which character you're talking about. Is, does he say like a very racist thing? I can't remember that. I don't. If he does, it wasn't in the clip I watched. He's the guy that like has to pay reparations for his ancestors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. That's one of the episodes where no one from the main cast. Right. Is in yeah. It. <laughs> it's just so wild. I love when shows do shit like that. Like, yeah. Play with the format. Um, Holy shit. Now that I think about it, then there are like, th- I think there are like three episodes where none of the main cast. Are yeah. And there's yeah, only like, like a- 10 episodes of that show. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty short season, like a third of it with no Donald Zazzy with Keith or Brian. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny that you could just name it. It's a, such, it's an all-star cast. It is a amazing, perfect yeah. cast. And that show, like, when it started, I could be wrong, but I feel like when it started, like Donald Glover was the m- biggest name of them, right? Yeah, I think so. I get, started, maybe Zazie Beats had already been in Deadpool 2, maybe. Yeah, or like right around the same time. But no, that's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, now, now all the other ones are like, they get like main billing on some yeah, movies now. Yeah. Uh, like Brian Tyree Henry and uh zazie beats are like on a deadline headline every other week yeah he's co- he's the co-lead like it, he's jennifer lawrence's upcoming movie like her yeah. return oh he's a co-lead i don't he's know about the- co-lead but like when it's like when people when i see articles about it it's never jennifer lawrence's next movie it's jennifer lawrence and brian tyree henry oh, damn. in this movie hell yeah uh that's supposed to be coming out this year, right? I or premiering so. this year? There's a, there's like I've seen stills of it. Yeah, like I think they're. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Which speaking of, what 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 are we doing here, Kellen? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is Jalon. No, wait. Uh, welcome back to Stargazing. It's been a while. 
It's been for a us. while. We took uh, a mini vacay. Yeah, we took a uh, we took a sabbatical. Um, and uh, this is a podcast about movie stars. Uh, and this is our series, uh, our mini series, J Law and Order. Um, I did. <laughs> Sorry, I did like Google um, like Jennifer Lawrence just to bring up her Wikipedia to find the name of this movie we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And like all the top stories right now are just like, (laughs) hey, let me count. People, two People Magazine stories, two Yahoo stories, Harper's Bazaar, another People and another Yahoo, just all talking about how she looks good in paparazzi photos. Yeah, that, well, I was going to bring that up. She's like making public appearances again for the first yeah. time in a while. Yeah. Twitter was kind of going crazy because her fucking water bottle uh, has, hydro flask as <laughs> Tony Collette. Yeah. Hereditary. I mean, she does look good. Don't get me wrong, but it's weird that that's like you Google her and that's all that's headline material. Yeah. Well, she she has to uh, become America's sweetheart again. Uh-oh. I think, uh, I mean, we'll, obviously we'll talk about it at the, like, probably like the last episode on the wrap up, but her, her career, her career's at a weird spot currently. Yeah. It's, um, oh, uh, it's called red, uh, white, uh, no, it's causeway causeway. Yeah. Her and, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, she's playing a veteran, I believe returning home. <laughs> she's going for the Oscar again. <laughs> Yeah, I get it, J Law. We fucking get it. We get it. You want another uh, one? You want one that's more fairly deserved? <laughs> oh, hey, now. Oh, it's premiering at a uh, TIFF in September. Okay. So we'll probably we'll, we'll be returning to J Law soon, I guess. What do you mean? We're not even done with it. <laughs> I know, right? We got like five more episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, this week we are uh, talking about the finale, the two-part finale of the Hunger Games series, Mockingjays Part 1 and 2. It makes sure, it makes sure to tell you in the credits that it's Part 1 yep. and Part 2. It's like Dune ending with the Part 1. I, I don't know why they didn't put it, yeah, like as Part 2 on all the advertising. I mean, Part 1 yeah. on the advertising, it, it would have worked yeah. better. Yeah, they, I think they were trying to call their shots before because it didn't get the sequel didn't didn't get greenlit until a couple of days later. Until they weird uh, uh, Warner Brothers was like, "Whoa, you guys made money? What? <laughs> Dune made a shit ton of money. <laughs> a new franchise starter. Interesting. No one thought this was going to make money. No one thought a big budget like movie with set in cool, space. You set in space." With literally every popular actor right now in it. Yeah. With America's new sweetheart, Zendaya, in it. Of course for, it's going to make so much like fucking money. She's barely in it, but you put her on the poster, people will see it. Oh, yeah. People will fucking run and flee to the theaters to see it. Speaking of WB, sorry, just to like help us stay current. Um, well, side tangent. Uh I've been busy, but so I'm just finally while like, while we're recording this, getting a chance to like finish and edit our Days of Future Past episode. It's uh, yes, yeah, yeah. We're not we we don't get paid to do this. I have no real obligation to do anything, but you know, no, you know, <laughs> I've been delayed. It's a I'm getting back on a routine. But um, in that episode, I had to cut out a lot of our opening spiel because we what, were talking we talk about, about we were talking about the MCU. 
Uh-huh. And I stand by literally everything we said in that opening spiel because it's a little outdated because we're like, it doesn't, we're like, oh, it doesn't feel like Marvel has a direction. Like, what are they planning next? Like a few weeks before they announced oh, the yeah. comic. <laughs> but I stand, I still stand by everything we said because like, who fucking cares about half of this shit anymore? You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> the thing I had to cut out a lot of is that we spend a lot of time talking about how Wakanda forever is probably going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> And then the trailer comes out and it looks great. Pretty, it, it looks, looks great. Fucking good. Yeah. So if you're steamed about that, we're sorry. We're yeah. I'll it take back great. my comments on Wakanda Forever. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks like a fucking movie. It, it looks like it costs I just, a million. I, I mean, Ryan Coogler seems to be a director who they let kind of do whatever he wanted on Black mm-hmm. Panther, but I really hope there's no hologram. That's my only. <laughs> that's my only thing i hope i don't yeah. see a cgi chadwick oh god yeah which i i think we're i'm speaking for everyone every like mcu fan semi-fan when i say that yeah i i can't i can't imagine a single person that wants to see chadwick boseman's resurrected through deep fake technology yeah i i don't want to see it unless it's right next to tupac at coachella <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that there's um there's like an ABBA hologram tour? Have you heard it of that? It looks I would go to it if it came. Like yeah, it I want to see neat. it. Yeah. The I only don't feel thing weird about that, they're all alive. So like I don't feel super <laughs> weird about it. Yeah, the only thing that's weird is that um every video that I've seen from it, the crowd is like completely quiet. Like no one is singing along that's for some thing. reason. <laughs> I would, yeah, it, it seems a little unnerving in that sense, but. It's like uh, the scene from uh, Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, with the uh, Elvis hologram. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Aren't there, like, multiple holograms? It's Elvis, and then there's, like, I, I, it keeps switching or something, or does it keep yeah, pa- pausing? Is that I what it is? I think it's, like, glitching out. I haven't seen that maybe in a minute, okay. but I think it's. I want to say there was also like an Elvis hologram a while ago, but I might be misremembering that. Or like an I don't know who's it's I, all, the only one I remember is Tupac. Yeah, that was the big one. Uh, um, have they done like Michael Jackson yet? Uh, they've definitely tried, but I okay. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, all the all the, again all the videos of the ABBA one, it looks phenomenal. It looks great. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I I there has to be like some sort of actors with like. The ABBA face is over. I don't know how they did it. Um, and I think it's called ABBA Voyage. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say also just like to help keep it. Uh, speaking of like current events, you know, did you see the Batgirl thing yesterday? Uh, yeah. Well, before we get off topic, though, on the holograms, if El- okay. if there was like an Elvis one again, I would only go if he like does a thing where he puts the microphone down his throat. <laughs> if they can, ho- they better hologram that. <laughs> i'd see a hologram tour of austin butler's <laughs> i feel like that's ethical i think i'm fine with that i feel like boz lerman would do that if somebody offered it to him <laughs> hey you want to produce this he would hop right on board austin butler would would be in day one like, awesome. have to worry about him. He's austin butler he's gonna be in dune too that's right all right, um, but uh, okay, uh, what were you saying? Batgirl. Yeah, yeah holy. Great. Like, I was trying to, like, ex- we were going to have to cover that. Were we? 
Yeah, it's Batgirl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we would. Michael Keaton was supposed to be in it. That's true. Yeah, it's Batman. Yeah, it's. I was trying to like really hammer home to people, like people I was talking to about it, that this is like literally never happened before. Yeah, not um, not on a movie like this. No, it's like it's been in production. It's I I've been here. It's done. It's kind of done. Like, <laughs> Like they were test screening it, like they were into final post production. It had like po- it supposedly had positive, good like audience. Yeah, yeah. It's like and like the initial like when the fir- reports first came out, it was like, oh, they're completely revamping, you know, the DC cinematic universe. You know, they're yeah. there, you know. But it, then it just came out. And now it's just for taxes. Like it's just for money. It's even like I don't know. It, it's so weird. Like you had Brendan Fraser signed up for the, I mean, he did know he did the villain. Yeah. And you had Michael Keaton in it. Like as a co-star, yeah. I assume you had, you know, Michael Keaton, a beloved, like established actor. Brendan had, Fraser, a kind of making a comeback, you know, a, a, a more niche, but like still beloved actor. Who's like kind of making a comeback. And then you had <laughs> Imagine like, this. <laughs> the two movies he appeared in. In 2022, Darren Aronofsky's The Whale and the Warner Brothers Batgirl production on HBO Max. (laughs) Like, and you also had like this kind of new up and coming like actress playing Batgirl. (laughs) And there now it's just like, oh, no, it'll never be seen. It's weird because like a couple years ago, I feel like they were known as like. Oh, the, like the filmmaker's studio, you know, Christopher Nolan works, makes movies for us, you know, like, yeah, you can have your vision be protected here with us. And now it's like, well, you could make a movie and we just never release it. But um, and of all the fucking movies to just not release, you're you're going to not shelve the one that has like someone who's currently wanted for <laughs> who's like currently on the run. Yeah. And uh, I don't know though that one, that one is such a weird a oh, weird yeah, phenomenon. I think everyone's gonna go see that movie right when it comes out. Like we're probably. all invested now to go, yeah. go see how wild that movie turns out. <laughs> that that I mean that one Michael Keaton is straight up a co star. Yeah, like he's a supporting character. Yeah, like I read some reports like that were coming out. They're like he was only in like three or four scenes of uh, Batgirl. Hmm. So I mean, we stated it. I feel like we talked about it not too long ago uh, in a whole series where, yeah, uh, the whole world goes crazy for Batman. For some reason, the world loves Batman and Spider-Man. Those are the two that the world will always go crazy over. You know, like just cut up the trailer, put Batman at the end and everyone would go see it. Come on. Come on, Warner Brothers. Let me see Batgirl. Show it to me and Kellen. We'll fucking record a pod on it. We'll tell the truth about it. Yeah. Send us a send us the movie on the fucking flash drive. We'll send we'll, us a screener. Yeah. We'll have Leslie Grace on the show. I think that's her name, right? He's playing Batgirl. I, I don't know her name. <laughs> She's probably I mean, I, I don't like to pull this card when we're trying to get guests. She's probably got a lot of free time now. Just so oh, schedule. Actually, you know what's funny? I changed my shirt earlier. I'm gonna change uh-huh. my shirt again. Hold on. Uh, okay. it, it'll be more in theme with what we're talking about. Look. I support Warner Brothers. I support Warner Brothers. Oh, you got the Matrix shirt on. Yeah, they're... I don't know. It is really fucking weird, I guess. You're right. But... Yeah. No, I don't know. Any... No other company would really... 
who's probably going to follow this at all. Like, I can't. Universal really seems can't. like now they're leaning towards what Warner Brothers used to be. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, Universal kind of seems like the place to be nowadays. Yeah. Because they got Nolan. They got Shyamalan. They got Peel yeah. now. Yeah. They just got yeah. the Daniels. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for that now. I want to see what crazy shit they're going to come up with there yeah. with a fucking $200 million budget. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, $200 million to make another movie that film Twitter won't shut up about. Yeah, like so, fucking... Everything everywhere all at once is is fucking on my timeline every day. Like they really broke the internet. They are God, they are yeah. ruling 2022. Yeah. It should be. Uh like that is it was my favorite movie of the year. Uh it's now my second. I, I do love that movie. I I think it's at a point now where it's a little like overhyped. Like I feel like people are kind of over. I think it a bit. Oh, okay, okay. But, 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 but it should say a, a lot that how much I like the, uh, in another life, I would have really enjoyed doing laundry and taxi line, that line. I yeah. see that on my for you, like my social media literally every day, and I haven't gotten tired of seeing it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and it is too, like, I agree with you uh, where like, I'm kind of like tired of seeing it. You're right. Um, uh -huh. That's probably like my fourth favorite movie of the year. Number one being, what do you think it is, Kellen? Your number one. Is it, it, it was Top Gun Maverick the last time we talked, but. It still is. Oh. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is incredible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess we could talk about this. Then we'll get to mocking Jay. <laughs> but uh, where's Nope fall for you on your 2022? Honestly, I don't know yet. Uh, like I, I, I want to rewatch it one more time. Um, but I think it's either gonna be number one or it'll be number two or maybe number oh, okay. three because I fucking think about Elvis every day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Nope is not my number one. I think. Uh, I I loved that movie and uh, oh I guess we'll talk on that'll be my recommendation probably uh, <laughs> at the end of this episode so I'll talk about it more later but I did I I love that movie but I'm looking at like you know like my top eight and this has been a solid ass year so far like it's like I got ambulance Elvis RR the Batman Maverick everything everywhere all at once yeah After I got the Yang. Northman up there number five. After Yang, I got that number three X. Um, oh, I still need to see that because there's a sequel coming out or a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. And that's like this year, isn't it? Or yeah, well, it's that's crazy. It's fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, can I spoil something for you? Maybe it's not like a plot I think spoiler. I might, know it. I might know it, but yeah, go on. Well, I was just gonna say, like at the end of X, they straight up just show you the trailer. Oh, wild. They straight up show you the trailer for the movie. I have I I watched the the trailer Pearl is what it's called. Mm, yeah. Um the new trailer that came out is basically that trailer that they show at the end of the movie oh, with like wild. some more clips on it. Wild. Yeah, because I was confused. I was like, so did he just do this for fun? And then like <laughs> I came out of the theater, re like I looked it up and they're like, No, he's gonna make a sequel. It's already greenlit, it's already made. Like it's it was done. I think they filmed it like back to back. That's wild. It's, That's it's the cool. year of Mia Goff, I guess. 
Yeah, I guess. Which is so weird too, because watching X, she there really isn't that. There isn't the main character really. It's definitely not her. It's like it's an ensemble more. You think? I would say it is. I mean, but it is more focusing on Mia Goth and Jenna Ortega. Uh huh. I don't know. It's weird. I haven't seen enough movies this year. Uh, the worst movie of the year so far being Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> right, um, right. Uh, it's right below Men. Men is trash. I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, I've heard that Men's pretty bad. But I need to revisit it because uh, maybe I'm just a toxic male. <laughs> Look, if it was written by a dude, you don't have to revisit it. No, it, like I mean that all the reviews for it, the negative reviews for it, I think are so right. Like it is so in your face that it gets kind of annoying at the end because the ending is the best part of the movie because it just goes uh-huh. batshit the last like 20, 30 minutes. That's what I've heard. Okay, cat, calm down. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we talk, get to Mockingjay? Yeah, let's talk about Mockingjay. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Um, it's kind of follows the trend, I think, started by Harry Potter, continued by Twilight, and then done again by Hunger Games, of splitting the last one into two parts. <laughs> um, and this is, like, by no means, like, uh, an original thought or criticism but like it really doesn't need to be fuck no it doesn't it's part one kind of feels like a cohesive like move almost feels like a cohesive movie like there's kind of a beginning middle end almost i think it's better than this part two oh I would yeah say. I agree. but part two feels like the third act of a movie stretched out into an entire movie that's because it is. It's the third act of the Mockingjay book. Yeah, and and part one, like to me, it's a bunch of actors, very good actors, mm-hmm. acting their asses off with a pretty shitty, like kind of not like shitty dialogue script. Like it's not, it's okay. Like it's not that good. The, their material isn't that good to work with. <laughs> to no, me, no, <laughs> like. And then the part two is a bunch of awesome actors. And um, again, like all the good actors are kind of out of it. And it's only <laughs> it's it's the J-Law show. Yeah. Like but uh, she's those... not given shit to do. No, exactly. <laughs> it, it is like watching these movies again did remind me of how much of a, a fucking bummer the Mockingjay book is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Mockingjay Part One, I wrote down like the opening of the movie is like, I might be Mister. It's been a, a minute since I've watched it, but like as I remembered, it's like Katniss waking up like screaming from a PTSD attack and mm-hmm. while, while she was sleeping, running around this facility and being like dragged back to her hospital bed by like orderlies, and then like she walks in and finds Finnick, the other you know survivor who escaped the last movie like it looks like he's tying a fucking noose and like he talks about they're all depressed they are all fucking depressed he he talks about like how everyone's dead and he says i wish we were all dead to title mocking j part one (laughs) like that's the title (laughs) slam it's like someone like about to kill themselves it's heavy man 
And then like that tone basically stays yeah. for both movies. Yeah, it's it's kind of oppressive in a way. Yeah, it is impressive, but like uh, I, I the book is great. That's what yeah. I kept thinking watching the movie was like, damn, it sucks because this book is phenomenal. I think the Hunger Games, I mean, we've already said it plenty of times, but like the Hunger Games trilogy, the books are amazing. Yeah, they're very and good. I think you should wa- read them if you haven't. I need to reread them. Um, did you reread Mockingjay at all? Because I know you said you were starting to reread the first one a little bit. Uh, I like had a skimmed book one, like just mm-hmm. like kind of following along with like the movie a little bit, but I didn't, I can't find two or three in my house. So oh, I don't okay. know where I put them, <laughs> but uh, like I was looking up like certain passages from the third book. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, these movies are like pretty accurate. Like, it's there's not a whole lot they're changing. If is that maybe why they're not that good? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like probably. Like that's why the the, the Harry Potter movies are so good is because they were just like fuck it, we're gonna change some things, and it's straight up just because like it'll make the movie work more like a movie. Yeah. Like in this one, it's like. Well, let, let me let me read this book. Okay, this book is mostly just dialogue and people talking about how sad they are and uh amazing like war sequence. Yeah. All right, let's just straight up do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no real attempt to like make it flow as a movie, you know. Yeah. And like you said, like it could have just been one movie. Like uh-huh. you could have just yeah. cut out half of the dialogue. You gave could us an just, awesome like, third act. Just make yeah, make like the entirety of part two into just like a long climax and then like it it like this could just be like a really long like one movie like it could be like mm-hmm. a two hour 40 minute movie but it's like the yeah. finale you know people give like the time and time again it's been proven wrong that like people give a shit about runtime yeah like the three highest grossing movies of all time are all like three hours long. Yeah. You know? We were all, we, the world was fucking Hunger Games crazy. Everyone yeah. would have taken a three hour finale. Yeah. Like, and it, you know, it's kind of dying down a bit at this point, but like, well, it was only dying down by the time part two came out just because like it'd been a year since part one, you know? Yeah. And, um, like, you know, fucking Titanic or an Avatar and Avengers Endgame are all like three fucking hours and they made like a bajillion dollars. I really hope Avatar 2 is like five hours. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Five uh, hours of 3D, 120 frames per second. That's what I want. You like, <laughs> you lose some brain function while watching I'm, the movie. <laughs> I thought about it and uh, nope, passed by already. And I know I said um, I'm so excited for the Fable Minge, which I still am, but God damn it, I'm so excited for Avatar 2. That trailer is incredible. It is a fucking gorgeous trailer. It is like one of the best trailers I've seen in my life. I think it's so good. Damn. Like uh, right next to like, I guess the the other trailer that I, I was blown away by recently is... I still think about it and watch it time and time again is the matrix resurrections first trailer. That is a really great trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but that uh, avatar two avatar way of the water, baby. 
Jeez, Wakanda Forever has a pretty great trailer. <laughs> that was mm, yeah. that's a very recent one. That's a pretty great. It's pretty fucking good. Um, but yeah, All right. it's, it's here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, hold on, let me load up this IMDb. Or I'm actually, I'm actually can I say something box. nice about the movie while you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the hanging tree scene in part one, I think, is like legitimately really good. The scene where like mm-hmm. Katniss starts singing song and it transitions to like the revolutionaries blowing up the dam. I agree with you. Yeah, that's one of the like brilliant moments of the movie. Yeah, there is like, but it, part one is better. Yeah, part one's way better. Part two is <laughs> kind of a slog. Like, yeah, I. I, I don't feel any shame in making this. Like I was right. like I I had my cursor on the fifteen second forward button during part two. <laughs> I was just like, all right, let's get this. I get it. <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on, Kellen. Okay, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna skip the first three names: Woody Harrelson, Elizabeth Banks, Julianne Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm. Jeffrey Wright, Stanley Tucci, um, and the rest. Uh, I guess I can kind of skip again. Uh, yeah, Jenna Malone, Mahershala Ali. The cast is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah, like shout out to I'm trying to find the casting director for this. <laughs> Can't find it. Damn, it's weird. Shout out to that like, casting director. Yeah, yeah. It should be an Oscar for casting directing. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. It is like uh, I think I mentioned it to you during Catching Fire, but um, uh, apparently. Uh, Ryan Johnson and Alfonso Cuaron were in consideration for Mockingjay. Mm-hmm. Which, in like, consideration or they were offered it? Were considered for the job. Wow, they should have just fucking offered it to them too, both. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this is totally like, like a, a Alfonso Cuaron could totally like fuck it, fuck with this fuck type of material yeah. easily. I just don't feel like uh, maybe John Ryan could, but like, I don't feel like Alfonso Cron could like play in the confines of like, oh, this is like our franchise, you know, and you have to like adapt this, you know, popular series, you know, like, I don't know if he, I feel like it would be, it would probably be a better movie, but I don't think it'd be a movie the studio lets him make, you know. I'm sorry. Did you forget about Prisoner of Azkaban, Kellen? Son of, I did. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beloved yeah. prisoner of Azkaban. They're probably the best one. Yes, definitely. I, I haven't the best seen one. them in a minute. But, um, but there are like a lot of scenes in this that are essentially like diet children of men, you know. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it like the hanging tree scene. Mm-hmm. But there is like uh I think I wrote down there is like one shot in the hanging tree scene. It's like the closest this movie comes to like looking good. <laughs> Where um, it's the peacemakers are unloading on like the unarmed, you know, rebellion members. Yep, and like I know exactly the muzzle flash about. is like reflecting in their helmet as like the reins for it. It's like, it feels like there's like one shot. That's like on that day, like Michael Mann happened to be passing through and they're like, hey, do you <laughs> want to direct a single shot of this movie? Like, want to like you. assist and direct really quick yeah he's like fuck you yeah i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> point the camera there yeah put it right here you fucking you you ghouls, i, got, you, you I gotta go right he too <laughs> oh, gosh that comes out like this week days. i think yeah the oh, shit. Uh, yeah kellen do you want to go line up for the midnight release with me <laughs> 
It's like that definitely hollows race. There's people driving by in trucks yelling spoilers at us. <laughs> They're just like, Vincent Hannah does Adderall. And we're like, no. <laughs> Uh, um, like, do you think uh, they're actually going to get Timothy Chalamet for Heat 2? I don't know. My weirdo pick for, like, if they do a young Vincent Hanna, right? Because I, I think that's what the Heat 2 is about, right? Heat 2 is about old and young. Oh, interesting. So they do, like, before, like, they're, the, they, they, they do in before all the events of Heat 1, and then they do, like, Six years after the events of Heat, one. right? Interesting. It says it on the cover. It says it like yeah, yeah, nineteen something, and then two thousand or nineteen ninety nine or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you want to hear my my choice? Yeah. yeah who's your uh, pick for young pull, Hannah? Pull the Irishman. Oh, just that's probably the smartest thing to do for like older Vincent Hannah. You know, just have Pacino come back. No, I want him to play a fucking twenty year old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Irishman um, it would be incredible. I would watch that four-hour movie. I would definitely watch that. Or are they going to do Heat 2 Part 1 and Heat 2 Part 2? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just so crazy. That I don't, like. That's what he named it. It's just straight up Heat 2. There's a 2 right in the middle of the fucking book cover. It's incredible. There's one actor I kept seeing people on Twitter throw out for Young De Niro. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like, for the life of me, like, remember who it was. Um, I do kind of, like, I, I saw, I'll just throw out, like, for Young Vincent Hanna, um, we, we talked about him a couple episodes ago, uh, Jeremy Allen White. Hmm. Uh, most recently seen in the bear. I feel like he could have that energy. Yeah. I could see him do a, te- a coked out detective. Yeah. And I think I read, I, I don't know, minor spoilers that like the young Vincent Hanna stuff takes place in Chicago. So he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Between shameless and the bear, he's like an honorary Chicago boy, you know, may as well mm-hmm. keep it going. Honorary Chicago boy. Yeah, he's an honor. He's from like Jersey, I think, or something. But like, I need to watch the bear. I got something spoiled for me, and I'm kind of mad about it. Was it uh, a certain actor being in it? Yeah. Oh, that's one of my story. guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moises, I literally screamed <laughs> when he popped up. Maybe, maybe I'll just pause. I'll pause Barry and just fucking binge all that shit. Dude, yeah, maybe. What do you think? Oh, how do you feel about uh, B. Cooper as um, a young Neil, young De Niro? I'm just, I'm scrolling mm, through. Depends. Twitter. How old is he supposed to? Is he supposed to be though? Uh, oh, that's true. Well, okay. Let's assume probably like in his 30s, I guess, right? Because like he's a, he's already like kind of, he's an older dude, not older, but like he's like in heat. I feel like he's. Near I would say he's like. Age. Let's say he's 35. Okay, so he's like 29. <laughs> I saw someone say. Like, because uh, Michael Manfax um, tweeted, like, they're going to announce at Comic-Con who's playing young Neil and young Vincent in Heat 2. <laughs> Someone said uh, Bill Hader playing both the roles. Nutty professor <laughs> style. Because, <laughs> like, he's, he, on SNL, he was known for doing a really good Pacino. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with Barry, he's kind of got that cold distance, you know, Neil look. Like Neil. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he could do 
the, the real question is who's going to play young uh, Val Kilmer and also old Val Kilmer. Fuck. Who's a who's a like a hot blonde right now? Um, What's the guy? I mean, I I think I say, are you about to say who I think you're going to say for like for a hot him? Well, there's a couple names I could say. Or, or, what are you thinking of? <laughs> I thought you were going to do give Kellen a little treat and say Glenn Powell. But I was gonna say that. Let's fucking go. Yes, Glenn Powell. He could easily do it. He could eat. I would love to see him in a ponytail. I would I would die if I saw Glenn Powell with a ponytail. I would fucking die. Have you seen uh have you seen Everybody Wants Some? Yes, I just watched that the other day. It's amazing. You need to see it. You Uh, fucking need to see it. it. Watch Days and Confused before though. Okay, yeah, absolutely. It's got like a ton of people that I like right now in it. Like, all right let's just straight up say it. it's got a ton of white men that you like right now yes oh my god <laughs> actually no i might be thinking something else because i like yeah. and i like why russell and i uh zoe Dutch or dutch however uh-huh. you say it yeah there's not really that many recognize <laughs> kellen just made heart hands um yeah there right. are uh um <laughs> There aren't very many recognizable faces on there. It was just Glenn Powell was really the only guy I recognized in Zoe. You uh, would fucking love that movie. Honestly, I, I'm calling my shot right now. I think you're going to like Everybody Wants Some more than Days and Confused. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm calling my fucking shot. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this does look like a vibe. I'm excited to watch this in Days. The only, like, I it's weird because I feel like Days of Confused, like you said, is like one of those like important like American movies, you know, like it's so yeah. Weird. Like I've watched a handful of his movies and he's fucking he's one of my guys for sure now. And he's definitely could be one of your guys. He's from fucking Texas, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I I don't yeah, he seems like he'd be one of my guys. I just I don't know what I've just managed to not see anything by well, hang on. Let me. Let me fact check myself. You've seen the brilliant School of Rock. Yeah. Does that have a criterion? Or am I making No, it doesn't. His weird like a scanner darkly. I really want to see that. Ooh, yeah. And uh he just came out with a new one on Netflix, right? The, the yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was Oh, you watched it? It was weird. It was it was good. It was good, but like I, I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again with like no distractions. Gotcha. Because it was kind of up there on my list, but now it's like kind of dwindled down. Yeah. That and uh, I want to do a, a dive into like some of the weirder corners of Soderbergh. Because mm. like I, I, I really fucked with Oceans 12. Like I think I'm. Yeah, I think when I re, I'm gonna rewatch that like in a like in a couple months. You know when I'm not like so distracted, and I mm-hmm. think that'll be like a five star for me. Like, yeah, Ocean's Twelve is a masterpiece. <laughs> <Like> Ocean's Twelve, <laughs> I I seriously was like, this is so rare that a sec the sequel is better, like way better. Mm-hmm. It's joining the likes of Toy Story Two. <laughs> It's because I, you know, I love the first one so much. I think the first one's a perfect movie, mm-hmm. but the second one's so weird. Yeah, it's like, weird. I, they're like, I'm, I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, like that's what happens when you let a director like edit his own shit. 
did like, you hear yeah. did you see that like the story about that i think i sent it to you yeah they're like he was editing it like as they were filming like on his yeah laptop. on his huh. macbook <laughs> and matt damon at the rap party was just like hey how do you think it's going to turn out and he was just like do you want to watch it <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible yeah. like oh dude, i mean i you saw i just fucking did a double feature of magic mike and magic mike uh is it xl or double xl Double XL. I need to watch Double XL because I, I really fucking love the first one. Uh, beautiful uh, American cinema at its finest. <laughs> yeah, because I was surprised. Like, I was shocked. Like, the, the first one's kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first one's pretty heavy. Like, oh, the second one, they like lean way more into the comedy of everything. Yeah. And the second one I know is like, um, like a fun, like, kind of road trip movie. Yeah. Like, um it do it's <laughs> i remember like um like my sister made me watch the first one because like we went and saw some movie the night before like i went back to school and there was like a trailer for the channing tatum dog movie i think uh-huh. and dog she like, and she's like have you seen magic mike and i'm like no she's like you have to watch magic mike <laughs> and she like made me like like the night before I had to wake up and move back into Chicago, like watch like Magic Mike with her until like 1.30 in the morning because like, oh. she didn't get until late. And the whole time she was like, I think I was thinking of the second one. This is kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> this one's like about the recession. This one's about <laughs> like financial strife, you know. Uh, should we even bother to try and continue talking about Mockingjay? <laughs> Do you want to just, all right, listen, I don't have to leave until three. Uh, okay. Like the ending could literally record at like it could, we could stop recording at literally like two fifty five, and I'll be fine. Um, we've already so, been going for like an hour and 15, man. We got, we've been going a while. <laughs> like, I mean, we could make it a long episode. I'm, I'm liking our discussion. I, what, what, what is there? Yeah. Like I, I like what we're talking about, but like, what is there to talk about with Mockingjay that we haven't? Like, All right, guys, Mockingjay kind of fucking sucked. Both of them were boring as shit. And now that we're almost kind of done with J-Law, I'm realizing that, yes, she is a very interesting star to watch and, like, understand the context of all her work and her, like, where she at, is in her career with each of these movies. Like, it is insane that her, her like, looking at her filmography that she's the star that she is. Cause like yeah. all these movies are, I hate the word, <laughs> I hate using this word, but it's a perfect way to describe it. All her movies are mid, all of them. Like none of these have amazed me. None of them. No, I don't know. Like maybe the narrative, cause I'm like seeing with J Law, like the ones we tried to find with you know Sandler and Smith. Like maybe the narrative of J Law is just like Hollywood loves uh beautiful blonde blue-eyed white women i think that's it, the it fucking does. Narrative. that is a narrative yeah but like maybe it's like maybe because consider this uh adam sandler and will smith don't have a whole lot in common they don't what they what they do have is they both like got their roast of stardom at like almost exactly the same time and at the perfect time yeah in the 90s you know j-law rose to stardom like 20 years late yeah and maybe there's like some sort of like message or narrative here about like how promising young talent in hollywood is just sort of swallowed nowadays you know like kind of just you you get absorbed into the machine yeah you get absorbed into the fucking shitty movie making machine (laughs) yeah 
you get absorbed into the franchise machine or and like you get the, attached to directors who are like fucking sexual salters you get a talent yeah att- attached to talentless sexual salter directors you know <laughs> two of them she got two. attached to two of them wait who oh bro yeah bro right. <laughs> i don't know like I feel like this is like I just I struggle to think of like other examples, but like it happens a lot sometimes where like there's like a a new actor or actress that people like and they're in like a good movie that gets everyone's attention and then it just never really happens again. You know, it just like yeah. they can't they're just never in the right thing. Or they're like they like uh, their agent keeps booking them for like Netflix movies or something. Yeah, exactly. Like God, Oscar Isaac needs a new fucking agent. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> that's not who we're talking about, but, um, but no, you're right. It's oh, like, actually, uh, like, speaking of what you were saying about like a pr- pretty blonde white women, you know, mm-hmm. another one that comes to mind, and this isn't a one-to-one comparison is uh, Rosamund Pike. Mm, Amy yeah. They had girl. no idea what to do with her. No. She is incredible, like all the good ad- adjectives in Gone Girl. That's yes. like a crazy fucking movie. And she is like incredible in it. And then just like, I, I don't, you know. Like, she's not in anything. And she's like, she has like a career before Gone Girl. But it's all like she's supporting. Like she's the female lead of the first Jack Reacher movie. Um, She's like one of the sisters in Pride and Prejudice. You know, she's in the Doom movie, you know, that kind of stuff. So she's like present, but like Gone Girl is like her breakout. Like, holy yeah. shit, this person's good. And like, we've maybe been wasting them. Then right after that, it's just like movies that don't really fucking exist. Mm-hmm. Like she had an agent who like, she just like couldn't fire or something. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Like, I, I want to know like what it's, it's all speculation, but like it has to be like an agent that just fumbles the bag. Right? Yeah. Um, like I guess she's got coming up for her. She's gonna be in the promising young woman director's next movie, which is like, but like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, if she if if the, the the director for that does something that is like promising young woman, then she's just gonna be playing a character like she did in Gone Girl. Yeah. Oh, it's got um, it's promising got, young got, woman sucks ass. By the way, I've heard <laughs> it's got a the um the Linus Sandgren. As a cinematographer, and he did um, uh, No Time to Die, Don't Look Up last year. Uh, well, uh, Kellen, I never said that uh, Promising a Woman looked bad. I never said that. <laughs> no, no. I was just saying, like, I, I'm enticed now. That's the kind of person I am. That, like, if it's got a good cinematographer. Who was it? Uh, what did you say? What movies they did? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I guess he did American Hustle, but that was like one of his first movies. Recently, he did La La Land, First Man, No Time oh, to wow. Die. Don't look up. Yeah, good looking movies. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but like the point is like talking about you know Rosamund Pike, like, and you could probably point to a couple different like actors just in like the past couple years of like this generation of just like they're great. People like them in this one movie, and it's just like they don't really know either. Like Hollywood doesn't know what to do with them, or Hollywood isn't in a place where they can like thrive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there are no more people who are coming up and like becoming household names anymore. At least Hollywood's like, we like, that's how we stated. That's why we did J law was because like we said, she is the last Hollywood movie star. We have, there are no more. 
Like it's, it's, I guess it's just hard for people's careers uh, to go that way nowadays with today's movie landscape. Uh, if you're put in the, the new Hulu movie, not everyone's going to see the new Hulu movie. Not everyone's going to see the new Disney plus show. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that really fucking sucks. Yeah. And it, we, yeah, we talked about like, it's all like around brand. Oh, you know, IP now. That's why. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I mean, a name that we brought up the past two episodes, I think Glenn Powell should be on posters of every man's wall in America. <laughs> We should all be wanting to look like Glenn Powell. <laughs> I already am. Like, I'm, I'm going to go say Glenn. <laughs> I'm going to go say Glenn Powell to my dad. He's not going to know who the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's also like, there's just a certain thing of like, there are some actors. I'm trying to like think of an example off the top of my head. Like, like Glenn Powell comes to mind, but also like Dev Patel, you know, mm. or even mm-hmm. like, or, or how about, okay. How about this? Glenn Powell and Zoe. I'm going to land on douche. I, I don't think that's right, but I don't know. I'm not sure. It may douche. Be it's douche. douche. It's so easy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. So, but like those two, like, you know, they were in, I want, like I first became aware of them in some Netflix movie I watched years ago called set it up, which is like a Netflix rom-com, you know, mm-hmm. very much like kind of a throwback to like the kind of nineties, like Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan kind of rom-com, you know? Yeah. And if we like, you mean like something like eyes wide shut, maybe? God damn it! Yeah, sure. But like you know, like you've got mail, sleepless in Seattle. You know, when Harry met Sally, like that kind of like Mm -hmm. film. And if like in a just world, we would have gotten three more movies with Glenn Powell and Zoe Deutsch, like as like romantic interests, like co leads of like a Mm -hmm. romantic comedy. But we don't live, you know. But we don't. We get Owen Wilson and (laughs) J-Lo. Well, I can't talk shit about them. I haven't seen that yet. Did you say Jennifer Jennifer Lopez? Lopez. Yeah. Actually, Jennifer Lynn Affleck Moises. Oh, (laughs) she changed her last name? Yeah, she changed her last name. (laughs) Hell yes. Hell fucking yes. Yes. Hell yes. Oh, I can't wait to see what he's going to direct with her in it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, we don't really have like, it's worth the, the 90s were, was like where a lot of like the last movie stars came from because I feel like that was the last point in history where like movie stars could be made, you know? Uh-huh. Because, you know, like, like fucking McCon- McConaughey became the name he is because like, there was like 10 movies every year about him being like charming and hot. Like, yeah. Before he became kind of a serious dramatic actor, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's there's all, no room for that anymore. No, it's all like million dollar a 24 movies that nobody sees or 300 million fucking dollar big budget movies where they're, they're, they're not, they don't even have to really, okay. I sh- shouldn't say that. You know, the actors don't. You're saying what? They don't have to act? No. (laughs) It's just like they don't know. Like, there's like so many quotes from both like Marvel and DC or Star Wars, you know, where you could just find actors saying, like, I had no idea, like, what the fuck I was in. Like, they just told me to stand there and say something to a tennis ball. Yeah. And And it it is uh, to what you're saying. um, uh, I feel like a lot of actors, like rising actors, um they'll like get stuck and they'll get but not 
they'll get stuck in something, but it's not because they're being typecasted. It's because they are like, I guess, playing into the new role that is put onto them. It's like, okay, I'm only going to be in a 24 movies now, you know, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. go try to be in that other fuck in an ambulance. I'm going to yeah. be in fucking bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, like, oh, he, here's someone. Here, here's okay. a fucking, here's an actor. I, I always, I don't, I have no idea how to say his name, but I know you do. Fucking, fucking, uh, 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 young Morpheus. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. That guy. That guy needs to be in fucking every movie that Hollywood's, he needs to be in every movie. He is incredible. And everything I've seen him in, he's great. He was going to be in fucking Furiosa, and he dropped out of it. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess an, a, another young, hot blonde <laughs> that uh, I guess the internet is in love with, and I could see America falling in love with, is Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, I think she's kind of, I think with Queen's Gambit, she's kind of a... Kind of a new sweetheart? Yeah, it's kind of a mainstream, yeah. Like Okay. Like, but no, it's a very like the death of the mid budget movie, which is we always talk about, mm-hmm. has like really like kind of killed like the the good old movie star factory, you know, for better yeah. or worse. But like, yeah, because like now it's like, I mean, now everyone's I, I, character I, actors nowadays, yeah. Like, well, it's all like just another, for example, like another name I throw out as like a potential, like. Oh, I would call this person a movie star from the past couple of years. Is Florence Pugh, mm. and like now she, but like she didn't become like famous. She didn't become like Florence Pugh because she's fucking playing Black Widow's sister, or yeah, she's going to be the princess in Dune. She was like in like like micro budget movies, you know. Like, yeah, Midsummer. She was or uh, Little Women, you know. Mm-hmm. And like now she's got a fucking seven. She's gonna be playing what? Who's that character? Um, fucking from Ily- Black Widow. Il- yeah, Ilyana or some shit for like seven movies. You know. Yeah. Because like once you get sucked into the the franchise machine, it's like you have to reappear. <laughs> that's who you. That's what you do. Like oh, speaking of okay, another pretty blonde woman actress, fucking Brie Larson was mm. at some point one of the most exciting actresses you know working and now and then she wins the oscar and then she does franchise and then she's just she's has she been in anything as not captain marvel in the past uh uh, the only thing is her fucking movie that she directed the unicorn store or whatever that's yeah well good for her (laughs) that's that was mean but i mean i i I don't know i guess that is kind of cool though for her, I'd say, because like she won her Oscar and then she's all right, I'm just gonna go chase the bag. That's it, I'm done. <laughs> you know what? I respect it when you put it like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's like she she's smart. Um uh yeah, so it's a it's a bad time between that and like Warner Bros just fucking alt F4ing a movie out of existence. It's a very strange time to be. <laughs> In the film industry. So now it's uh, our time to launch Kellen Kermins' career. Uh, we're going to get him to play uh, the new Black Panther. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh my God. <laughs> no, I'd actually, um, what's, um, you know, the guy in Heat who's like, you know, for me, the actions and juice. That guy? Mm-hmm. I'll play Michael young- Sizemore? Yeah, Tom Sizemore. I'll play Young Oh, Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Okay. Yeah, I'll play Young Sizemore in uh, Heat 2. Okay. That, you know, what? Sure. 
I'll, I'll, I'll make a couple calls. And, uh, or oh, actually I'll, I'll pitch myself. Like if I, I'll, I'll have to slim way the fuck down, but I could, I'll play. I, I'm happy to be announcing that I'm in season four. I'll be playing young Barry <laughs> in a flashbacks of Bill Hader's HBO show. You could play his son. <laughs> I've got the, the forehead and the height to pass as Bill Hader's son, I think. So <laughs> if I just, if I just got kind of lanky, I think I, I, It'd be uncanny. Do you think he's uh he's dumb enough to like go into the Marvel universe? Because I could definitely see him playing like some weird oh, superhero. God. If he was like at all that kind of person, I he would be kind of my left field pick for Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like I remember like because like I like obsessively watched like interviews with him back like when Barry season two was like just had come out. Mm-hmm. And like he was in it chapter two at that time. Yeah. And he looks like on the press tour for it chapter two, he looks like a shell of a man. It is like so absolutely <laughs> against everything he likes. Yeah. I mean, all all those interviews, well, interviews I always see him in, he seems like someone who does not like give a shit about yeah. any of that. He, yeah, like it, he's talked about like a like he's like a very like anxious person. Like he has, mm-hmm. he has like very crippling anxiety, but also like you know, for something like a chapter two, he's being asked like the same three or four questions. Yeah. Over and over again. I think he's happy with Barry. I think he's happy doing his own thing on HBO. Maybe it'll be like, uh, why the fuck am I totally blanking on his name right now? Oh no, this is embarrassing. Cause I'm going to say the name and you're going to be like, wow, did you forget that name? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Danny McBride. He's going to be, he's going to be like Danny McBride where he's just going to keep making like series for fucking HBO. Like I would gladly. Oh, I'll be, I'll be, it'll be awesome. God. Yeah. There's, um, I, I was listening to like some podcast interview with him and he's talked about like, he's written a movie. Like he has a movie he wants to make. I I say they should let him. Let him. Let anyone. Let him. Yeah, yeah please, God. I, somebody make a movie. <laughs> somebody that isn't the same five people that are allowed to make their own movies. Let him make a movie. But with that, uh, Kellen, I th- it's kind of time to wrap up, man. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> that was Mocking J Part 1 and 2. Mainly, we talked about other stuff, but we also, I think we had a good... Movie's boring. Yeah. You don't need to watch it. Yeah, where Jennifer Lawrence's career is at this point, you know, or like, yeah. Um, and we'll wrap up as we always do with our recommendations. This could be anything movie, book, TV show, video game, uh, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. I think I got the order fucked up there. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, as long as you said Moises- painting. <laughs> yes. Anything that Moises and I have been enjoying and want to recommend to you. Uh, we already talked about it. I'll say it. Nope. Uh, Jordan Peele's new movie is uh, incredible and I think in like 10 years it'll be seen as like a, a full-on masterpiece oh shit I, I seriously think it's gonna be like because the, the I feel like it, the consensus is pretty good on it now but I feel like in like a couple years people are gonna look back and go oh that was like a masterpiece of incredible which i want i want everyone to do that with us because i see that there's still some negative reviews for us yes thank and you. you guys all need to go back and rewatch that fucking movie think about what you said think about how wrong you are yeah yeah that that movie's a masterpiece i think too i think honestly he's only done he's only done good fucking movies guys no like, he's got a, a good fucking hit rate 
are you guys not paying attention? <laughs> yeah, I agree with um, Kellen. It doesn't need any more advertising, but go see Nope. It's a yeah. phenomenal movie. And if you keep complaining about the state of movies, uh, which me and Kellen do every week, uh, we're reminded by movies like Nope, why we love yeah. movies still. <laughs> yes. Uh, and also, uh, I'm catching up. Better Call Saul. Good show. Great show. Great show. Yeah. I'm like to watch five and six, right? Or uh, I started six actually, and I'm like three episodes in, I think. Oh, okay. But I have to pause right now because I'm binging it with uh, my uh, totally real girlfriend from Canada, (laughs) um, and she's busy, so I'm paused uh, right now. I know. Just because Kim Wexler's in the show doesn't mean she's your actual girlfriend. I love Kim Wexler so much. Is we all deserve take? someone like Kim Wexler. Is it a hot take to say this might be recency bias that she might be the best character in the the Gilgan verse? And because I, it's sometimes I feel like it's between her, Saul, and Pinkman for me. Like, no, that's a great. I think that is the best take actually. Um, <laughs> oh damn, I think you might be like when you sit down and think about it, you're probably right. Yeah. But I I fucking love uh, Nacho as well so oh yeah he's so so great too i'm gonna recommend uh, i don't think i i don't think it was out when we recorded our last episode but gemini rights by steve lacy uh my favorite album of the year so far by a mile i've i cannot stop listening to it i will like go make a playlist and then i'll just end up uh right back to his album uh it is incredible i think everyone should listen to it all the um all the people who haven't liked the album and all their complaints uh i think are very valid but i love this album <laughs> like i can't get enough of this fucking album gemini rights by steve lacy kellen go listen to it i i was actually listening to bad habits the other day okay all right yeah i'm, I'm glad song. the tiktok or- picked it up i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so uh I kept hearing it like sped up or slowed down. I'm like, fuck, I, I fuck this shit. I want to hear the real song. <laughs> it's so no, good. It's really, it's a pretty good song. It's a really good song. And I, I have a friend in Chicago that keeps harassing me into listening to Steve Lacey, so I should. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you got to go, don't you? Yeah, but we could. It's fine. We could take our time. Oh, okay. Follow us at Stargazing underscore Podcast on Instagram for updates about the show. Uh, I think Moises and I have settled on what the, the our plan for what we're doing next isn't changing, but I think our release schedule is going to be a little different. There is no schedule. There will be a <laughs> schedule. We we know who we're going to do. It's a guy. We yeah, were actually sorry, supposed to sorry, say ladies. on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, ladies, you had your time in the sun. Now we're back to men. Oh, God. All right, here, here. Let's say this. We were supposed to say it on this episode, actually. Yeah, should we? But I, I think I think I got something that we could say. All okay, right, we'll, we will announce it at the end of the series. I'll say that. Uh-huh. And yeah. let's just say we talked about one of his movies in this episode. <laughs> we, did we did talk about one of his movies. Yes. And that's a really good hint because we talked about a fucking lot of movies. Today. Exactly. And he is going to have a great he has an insane amount of movies uh-huh. and <laughs> it, I, it's gonna take a while we're probably still, we're still trying to figure out it's actually uh, like the list i have where we only skip like maybe four movies uh-huh and like we combine some of them 
is like okay it's still shorter than sandler oh shit <laughs> yeah like it's uh i'll say sandler was like 48 like literally <laughs> i guess i still always can't believe we did that whenever i think <laughs> say, yeah and this guy i hope this i you'll have to be insane to figure out with this but like the list i have now is about 36 okay that's not too bad no it's still it's a commitment but uh, it's a great it's gonna, commitment he, I, he doesn't really have that movie. many bad movies no it's gonna be and it's very interesting the progression but mm-hmm. yeah no well yeah we'll announce that what's the I, I guess don't look up is still the last one so we'll announce that with don't look mm-hmm. up. um and we also like i think we talked about we kind of want to do like we're thinking about doing like personal favorites like in the middle mm-hmm. and break it up a bit I'm fine yeah. with that still. And we uh we still are gonna do the stargazing award show. Oh, of course. <laughs> and we still have to uh revisit uh movies if any of our stars come back. Sandler, J Law, yeah. Batman, um, and Will Smith. Oh, his his headphones just unplugged, so I can say anything. Yeah, we gotta talk about Fast X. Oh, and Fast X. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm trying to J Law, yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence. Like this year, we'll probably like we'll revisit J Law probably. Yeah, probably the fastest we've ever had to return someone, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Because Hubie Halloween came out when we were still doing it. Yeah, that's right. Um, can't wait to see. Uh, what is it called? Bless you. Uh, Emancipation is that what it's called? <laughs> Oh yeah, I was gonna say we didn't even talk about oh the apology towards beginning. I haven't listened to it. I haven't watched the video. All right, next. What's the next episode of this? Let me, I'll I'll see. Um, joy is it? Joy. I think joy. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Uh. Yeah. Net with joy. Um. We'll. Uh. We'll, I because I will. We'll, we'll probably talk about. Um. Uh. Will Smith's apology tour is beginning. Which I read a headline. It said like Chris Rock didn't. He like said something back. He slammed back or some shit. Yeah, he talked about it at like a stand-up show. People want to be the victim. You know, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Joy's next, and then Passengers after that, and then after that we've got like one or two. We're we're we got like a couple. We've only got a couple of these left. For yeah. Um. So. I hope you guys love uh, our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't mind. Uh, um and we'll wrap we'll leave you as we always do with the uh, jennifer lawrence fact of the week and uh this week's jennifer lawrence fact is i got one if uh if you can uh find the the oh, post-it yeah. note that i gave you please go please go please go for it all right um i know guys like it sounds like i'm uh i'm making this up but i'm not um but then again i'm not swearing i'm not a. Uh, promising that i'm not lying so who knows but um jennifer lawrence contributed to the red rectangle uh, uh oh, contribution shit. i didn't know it's crazy kellen didn't he told me to I keep it a secret to fucking, but i forgot to fucking plug this yeah i'm gonna uh, talk <laughs> about it anyways red yeah she she donated to red rectangle uh the film production uh <laughs> Uh yeah, my thesis film is fundraising. I'll put a link in the bio. I'm co-editing. It's going to be really cool. Okay, <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence donated. That's right. Yeah, she she donated, but we're not supposed to tell them. But she donated nine dollars ninety nine cents, so she's not going to get anything from it. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> well, she she talked to me about she about getting the EP credit 
oh. <laughs> 500, but I guess she didn't go for that. <laughs> um, but if anybody out there has got 500 smackaroonies burning a hole in your pocket, you can get an executive producer credit. Or if you just got 250, you know, you can get the associate producer credits. Uh, get your name next to my grandpa's because he, he got the he got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 22 days left. Uh, check it out. Okay. Damn, I, I'm gonna fucking come up with $250. I want a credit. 